So let's move on because, because um, someone's looking to pay $500 to have a tribe wiped. And this was posted by Scooty11. And this is on the official, unofficial. Let's do it. Yeah. Count me Ready in. for him. <laughs> um, I got bad news on that score, though, guys. Now he writes, hi, guys. Long story short, I'm looking for some help to wipe an alpha tribe. Willing to pay $500 for it. Payment after job is done and confirmed. Device is PC. Tribe name, mutiny. Server, the EU PvP official, the island 13. Coordinates, 9090. Underwater hidden base. Please PM me for details and only serious inquiries. Now there is time to show off your tribe. And he put up a couple updates. Update 1. Already got four offers in private message. Update 2. We have a winner tribe. Thanks for all who help me as i promised we'll come back with video as soon as the wife is over oh wow i didn't hear that part yep he pulled it off so uh, well he, he's got a try that he's accepted we'll see i'll try and keep up with this account and see if there's anything more from him because i want to oh we're trying in the sense that they they passed the application not that they got the job done right they didn't get the job done. Uh, okay so, so now yeah. is that a violation in terms of service I Surprise, we don't see that be. more often it's not the first time I've seen bounties placed on taking out trolls. Yeah. Wigan accused Dan and I of buying mercs when we took the server, dude. I mean... What mercs? The, the only people that were fighting them were I know. everybody in the tribe. I know! But we were oh. accused of hiring mercs. And the funny part, <laughs> the funny part is uh, Dan did bribe uh, one of their own tribe members to give back to his <laughs> I don't think we were very close friends with the person, and no, no, they no. felt guilty about what their tribe members were doing. I think it's you know, about saving face. Wigan what came from a tribe of 40-plus players that lost to a tribe of 10 players. And after wiping badly. 90% of, us, uh, of our assets... Yes. Uncontested. But the, exactly. I don't think you have to hire people most of the time. You just put words out to your friends, and lots of people just jump in for a good fight. Right. There's, a, a, there's a difference between getting just random people and then paying for somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. You, you've seen, you've been around long enough to see that, the, the results of that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have, pretty much. Two good players that beat 50 bad ones. Exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, Steam Spy gives us a little insight on how many people own the game or purchased the game or how many copies have been sold. And for Ark Survival Evolved, one and a half million copies on PC in 2017. The Steam wow. version. That's respectable. Yeah. Give or take, uh, probably like 25,000 copies according to him. Uh, he was planning to put out revenue estimated revenue for them but he didn't put uh, the gentleman who runs steam spy didn't do that yet and if i'm able to get that information i would i will relay but it's interesting that one and a half million copies for the game has been sold on pc you know, we still don't really know what that um lawsuit outcome though was right mm -hmm. i mean i wouldn't be surprised if 80 percent of that money is going right into that lawsuit still yeah but you gotta remember what two million copies have sold on ps4 alone they sold post that to uh, Snail Games, right? Yeah. So Snail Games would have assumed their debt and probably paid it. Mm-hmm. Well, probably you guys are assuming it's it. a fixed debt. It may be a structure where they have to pay a percentage every time well, they make a sale. I think it was, what, $40 million? Yeah, that was an right. estimate, though, right? That was an actual... I can't well, remember. It's been yeah. a long time now. I mean, they never did put out a, a press release about it or anything. So about half Imagine. Of those uh, million and a half accounts are from uh, banned people buying it again. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine, though, how much better this game would be with 40 million extra dollars. Well, apparently money doesn't matter yet, as it is. Yeah. So. As, according to the wild, uh, the wild Guard's the right hand, money is not an issue for them. 
Mm. And you got to figure one and a half million copies sold on PC. I think it was two million copies sold on PS4. I don't know how many copies were sold on Xbox One, or it was vice versa. They've more than made up for <clears throat> what they had to pay. I hope so. I would assume console sales are significantly more than that. Yeah, definitely. But that was the only official number I was able to find so far. They haven't really, like I said, Wildcard has really gone dark when it comes to copies sold and all that stuff. They, at sh- the moment. they should take some of their offers, some of that vast money that they claim to have, and invest in really good PR. Yeah, I would like to know how many copies of Aberration is sold. I haven't been able to find that kind of information though, because I'm dying to know. They did a good job on Aberration, I think. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing that really mars or spoils aberration is the underlying issues that have played the game and then its own unique issues and earlier this week i found uh just uh, i walked around a corner in a deep area of the uh map mm-hmm. and just the sight of what was around the corner it went into my top five moments uh, uh of playing the game period um now, I don't suppose any of the people I uh, want to keep it hidden from actually listen to the podcast, so I might as well. There's this fun little uh, cave. It's called Wil- It's technically classified as Wilderness. It's at the very bottom back end of the, uh, oh, what the hell, the uh, Rock Drake Caverns. Mm-hmm. One and... with the big Giga Skull that's all lit up. Yeah. You've seen it? Yeah. We did. There's nothing, you, you can't build anything there? Because all that element ore. Nothing uh-huh. but no nameless spawn, so it's probably a nice place to go. Oh, if, Eleanor, they're ch- maybe. if they're chasing you when you go in there, they will spawn in there. <laughs> so, so that's actually something I was arguing when the first DLC came. When Scorched Earth came out, and everyone was saying, hey, you got to fix your game. And I, mm-hmm. I was saying that the problems that are going to plague Scorched are the same problems that are going to plague the base game. You know, And I was yep. always you know, advocating they can produce more content that doesn't necessarily exclude them f- from fixing problems with the game because it's people are still going to be complaining about the same problems in the expansion. And they, they really do a great job on the content, I think. If some really skilled artists and imaginative pe- people that are thinking up these things. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to give them credit where credit is due. Aberration is a beautiful map. Yeah. Just the underlying base game problems hound it and spoil the experience a little. I will say this, I have grown to the point where I could live without the art quakes. They seem like a cool idea, but they don't really do anything other than annoy you. <laughs> well, First day, you, you have 30 that. tribe members picking up the ground, right? <laughs> Just pile up, boys, pile up. <laughs> now it's like, oh God, <laughs> here we go again. The only time nice I ever even think about it them. is when I'm, when I'm, when uh, occasionally, when I'm on foot in the red, it gets in my way. By the way, I've still yet to see a pick drop off of that. I actually picked up a, an apprentice sword earlier from the earthquake. Like first or second day? Because we think that was a bug and they may have tweaked that too. No, because uh, I picked, so I think it was on the second or third day I started playing when Ark came out. I got a journeyman pick and just today I got an apprentice sword from the earthquake. Better found a Mastercraft yeah. pick like the first day. Yeah, the first uh, day, a couple of boys found some, and then we haven't found any yet. And like, and I thought so, oh, maybe it was a tweak. But if I, I've seen it, them. Like, today, yeah, they're, they're still dropping. It's just most of the time when I see them drop, I'm too slow, and they go under the mesh. They always go under the freaking mesh. So sometimes if I'm close to I've water where I can any. swim in, I'll go into the water just to see what drops, and that's how I got the ramshackle sword because it was suspended in water and couldn't go under the mesh. So I was going to ask you guys about this, but I thought I remember reading in the patch notes that they were going to make the slider bar 
stop earthquakes. But it doesn't seem to be working. The shake, the shake, not the earthquake itself. The shaking, the screen shake. I'm still getting screen shakes, and my slider's all the way down. Really? It's a tiny bit. It's still a tiny bit, but it's nothing like it was. Right. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Final thread for this week. And that came from Cole Arkol, I guess is the name. And uh, our title is Marriage Proposal and Arc Survival Evolve. And they go on to write... This is not about role-playing. This is the real deal. I met my partner in ARC almost two years ago. After we played together for months and talked a lot on the phone, he came to visit me in my country and has been here since ever since. I want to propose to him using the game in some way or another since we met in the game and we both love it. I am not a particularly creative person, so I thought I would ask you guys if you have any ideas for me. I will post a proposal on the internet if he allows that. Interesting. Mm. Insert leaving mother's basement joke here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, obviously he's left the mother's basement if he's gone to her country exactly. and stayed there. So yeah, he's being catfished. <laughs> he's being catfished. <laughs> Just like every MMO, you know, there's always you hear the stories of the 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 marriages and the proposals and the mm-hmm. dress attire. I mean, you could do it up where you color some armor and tuxedo blacks and whites and propose to him in a building structure or on the server publicly and. If you build control the stadium, server enough, a church. If, oh, yeah, you could put say. a note in uh, in a red drop or something, and then have them open it, like in in a cave, maybe. Uh-huh. And do it like the uh, the end of a New Hope, where there's like some big holly come in with wyverns lining each side or something. <laughs> <laughs> what about placing signs under rocks that you send them out to harvest? Oh, like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, scavenger. Place the signs oh, down. Use refertilizer over the rocks, and while he's gone mining, he's he's seeing them and he's following the. The trail of breadcrumb signs to wherever the proposal is. Just don't be so complicated that an oblivious dude farming on automatic <laughs> misses them. Ricky starts yes, using the signs yes, and the shows up. Yes. <laughs> oh, Ricky. So what's the answer? Huh? What are you talking I about? I just got back from farming. What do you mean? I'm you didn't up. see the notes? I was, I was watching a video on YouTube and pressing buttons. <laughs> Well, we wish them all the best, and hopefully... Uh, we need, to, we need updates on that. Yeah. We need to know. Definitely we need to know. <laughs> I'd build a church, though, or something, and have, like, a whole place and do oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's Similar to, like, an arena, like a server size arena or something like that. Do a server church. Do that. <laughs> nice spot. We had a church on our old server, and I don't think we ever figured out what it was for. But it was pretty detailed. We had some people build one on our Legacy Island map. It's really good. <laughs> I mean, it had an altar, pews. It was good. Yeah, we used to go there like for kicks, like before and after raids, make sacrifices <laughs> and stuff. All right. So uh, normally we go over the patch notes, but there were no patches this week, so no notes uh-huh. to go over. So don't know what Wildcard's doing. So it's time for the main topic, and our first topic is permanent titans. Hmm. Yes. Please. So, Fantastic idea. Jeremy Steelitz on Twitter asked this question. So for ARC's Dino TLC Pass number one make it in its debut soon, should the Titanosaurus be permanently tameable one per server? It should have been on day one. Yeah. And one well, per uh, well, at one per server, I see there being problems. Well, we'll get to that. Um, there are 12,200 votes so far. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming official. And I don't know if this is correct, but according to Twitter, 62% voted yes, 38% voted no. Alpha tribes are going to kill you with a Titan or without a Titan. <laughs> so why not let them have the Titan? 
I just want to see the Titan in actual PvP combat instead of foundation clearing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, if you wanted to use a Titan offensively, you would have to kill the defensive Titan first. It would be interesting. See, so that's what I was... My first question here was, would you think they would allow it to transfer between servers? Because then I'm pretty sure everyone would be transferring Titans for bullet no, training. They, they can't. They can't transfer. That. They stopped that a long time ago. Well, no, I know they can't right now, but if it's a permanent tame, why wouldn't they? really bad at bullet soaking. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Unless you, you were using veggie cakes when they first came out, or the data on healing ability when that was allowed in the beginning. Oh, I didn't think of that. Because I have heard that, you know... Pretty much everyone assumes the Titan's more powerful than it really is. You know, a couple mm-hmm. of uh, raised gigas can take one out relatively easily. We we had a tribe use one defensively against us. Uh, we fobbed Colonel Island, like built a giant base before they even found us, and uh, they did a huge push. Uh, Utoast was helping them. It was like a Japanese tribe or something. Mm-hmm. But they had a Titan, and the Titan did very badly. It lasted about 45 yeah, seconds. Yeah, normally uh. tribes don't use the Titan for def- fighting. Yeah, they just use it for cleaning the server. Well, I mean, remember how the Titan was originally described? It was going to be a mobile yes, base. Exactly. I've never seen anyone build anything other than a foundation to hide the driver well, on that thing. That's oh, you, because you could, shortly though, before they released it. it, they said, oh, no, by the way, it's not permanent. It's only going to last for 24 hours, and then it dies. Yeah. After yeah, that, so... they were putting out screenshots of big bases on it. Everybody was thinking this was going to be a team that you could keep and build and have these Big mobile bases, Rico. I'll take it a step further. All about that. I'll take it a step further before we go to Rico. Uh, Put turrets on it, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, Up until, give it more turrets, and give it turrets, and let it be a proper mobile base. Yeah, that'd be great. And obviously server lock it. And keep the stats the way they are. Like, it's pretty reasonably easy for skilled players to kill one. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I come from my little tiny tribe days, and <laughs> a, a Titan wiped us by the alpha of the server. And this is when I'm playing small time. I wasn't playing an mm-hmm. alpha tribe then. And uh, yeah, Titan just walked up and pooped on us, basically. That and was it was primitive. like, oh, well, when. D-? Yeah, it was Primitive Plus as well, which is that. But um, <laughs> it was gone, like a week's worth of work gone because they marched one Titan with a couple of heel pigs or something like that in, mm-hmm. and it just destroyed our work. Like Freaking Wild Titan got me, 20 man. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Although oh it was an God, awesome experience. God. It's like, yeah. should they really be permanent? Like, guy could always just have one sitting there? On, uh, I don't know. On non-primitive servers, though, you can't do that. But, well, I mean, maybe with the turret limits you could, but or you couldn't definitely couldn't go up to any decent base. It would melt. Yeah, they have one armor. Yeah. I have to say, like, I completely forgot that your base got wiped by a wild titan because your turrets <laughs> were on everything. Well, no, it what really was, or at least what we think it was, is somebody lured it nearby and it stepped on a um, a beaver Spike. that was set to oh. all. Ooh. We think that was the trigger because, uh, well, you know, we'll never really know for sure, but that's what it seemed like. Yeah. I would certainly like to see some rating uh, strategies increased, like back when mm-hmm. you used to use a Quetzal and they, you know, they kibosh that. And now, and I read something or watched a video on it earlier, and it was about how it's so streamlined, like basically it's Stegos now, and like that's the only you know logical way to rate. Mm-hmm. Um, like let's open that up again to some other different methods, you know, make it interesting again that it's not just sort of the same. You know, thing that gets done. Yeah, the same meta. So, I shared the um the tweet on the Reddit channel or Reddit forum because I wanted to make sure everybody saw it as much as possible to give their votes. 
a lot of people in the thread aren't happy with this. Um, Eldar Seer says, this strikes me as a really bad idea. The Titan was made and balanced around the concept of being the closest thing Ark has to a new tactical nuclear weapon on four legs. It is overwhelmingly powerful, but it is limited in duration. If it's going to be a permanent tame, it will be. It will need to be rebalanced as well. Otherwise, it is going to be entirely broken. People are going to want a permanent one precisely because it is broken. If you put up a poll asking if people would like to spawn by default with an ascendant rocket launcher and an infinite ammo supply that doesn't take up weight, we all know the vote would be strongly in favor of yes. That doesn't necessarily mean it is a good idea, however. Look, I'm not taking prognostication advice from a guy named Eldar Farseer, first of all. <laughs> So, a lot of people seriously overestimate They do. Yeah. Um, it's not that strong. It's nowhere near as strong as it used to be. It's a good it, cleanup tool. It's a bad offensive tool. It's like the Gigas vector, you know, for, first run around the Gigas. We were afraid of those things because wild, they just rip your anything up and tamed. They were just as nasty. And, and then they got progressively more suck until now they have a nice, stable, well, eh, they work. Yeah. So forever the victim said, no more of this one ser per server BS. Unicorns are bad enough. Now you have a literal walk-in mountain that only one tribe can own. Screw that. Is it only one tribe can own? or The alpha tribe is going to be one, you keep yeah, one per it server. So I'm assuming it's going to be only one tribe can own it. Only it's one a status server. symbol. And, and to be yeah. honest, I kind of like the idea of this, this mythical thing that only one tribe can own. People compete to get I, I there's no cool. there's no disputing who's in charge that way. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. It should have been in the beginning like that. <laughs> well, that's the way it was sold, man. Remember how shocked we were when the, yeah. the truth became known. And they didn't let us know till the day of the That's patch. what I mean, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Serb and I were all planning to gear up, go hunting, get our get ours down, get it tamed, and start building our base on it. And it was gonna be the first base I actually helped build because I was a freaking nomad. I just bounced around between all of our bases. And this one would move between them on its own. <laughs> I mean, in those days, I had no hope of ever getting one, so I don't know why I was so anyway, but I, I just thought it was ridiculous because the concept just seems so cool. I love platform dinos in general, and a Titan-sized platform dino was just so awesome to me. Yeah, so a lot of the people on the thread seem to think that the Titan is more powerful than they than it really is. I, I hear that from a lot of players. That's why you need yeah. to add guns to it. Now, don't don't get me wrong. If you're running in a small tribe with a very tiny base and only a few dinos, yes, Titan's going to be powerful. But to be honest, if a tribe is able to tame a Titan, they don't need it to wipe you. No. It's just that's very true. more fun to do it with a Titan. Or <laughs> just yeah. to clean up after they're done killing you. Yeah, is, exactly. uh, it's been months and months and months since I think we tamed a Titan. Is, is uh, hitting one with a Quetzal cannon still the best way to do it? Tapajara. Heck, mm. Ah. Oh yeah, the tech saddle. Tech, tech drake for crab too. Yeah, that's right. Wait, the tech armor or the tech thing works on the drakes? On the crabs, yeah. yeah huh. I, I, I tested it the other day. I Did, shot is it like using a cannon or is it like using right a? Uh, 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 does it have an effect on the effect, uh, taming effectiveness? No, the crab's always like it's always really high, unlike the rock golem, like where the cannon did the double hit, so you could never get a perfect rock golem. Well, the a can, the, I've already I've done the cannon before. It did, the cannon just starts out with it lowering to begin with. That's right, because it does like an extra hit after it does mm. the knockout, does some like uh, explosive damage or something. Yeah. But the the crabs, it doesn't really matter either way. But it it is only like four direct shots or something for a one fifty. The tech drake. 
Nice. Man, I gotta try that yes. on the uh, test server or something. Because I need the Quetzal Cannon days are just ah man, it's so frustrating. Well, um, I mean, I have been re re resisting using it since technically I obtained the uh um uh, I did not obtain the uh uh engram for the tech uh, saddle the way I uh, I was expecting to because I was spawn testing some stuff for the uh, for the private server because of how we handle tech engrams on our private and I spurred past and accidentally summoned Rockwell which made me almost re roll back the server. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was really afraid I just spawned something that I was not going to that, that I was not going to be able to get rid of, and he, he was just going to live in the portal. Now that was going to be his home. <laughs> so technically, I'm the, uh, I, I I do have that uh, um, engram, and technically speaking, I uh, my only promise to people was I wasn't going to uh, use anything I hadn't ground out the element uh, the har uh, the hard way to get my hands on, and well. I spent the last few days hard grinding an element. I have more than enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, getting back on the topic, Jane Argent said, I actually joined Twitter just to vote on this. It would have to be by far the most stupid idea they have come up with yet. <laughs> the game is already heavily balanced in favor of Raiders and Alpha Tribes. Combine a permanent Titan team with the incoming 100 turret limit, and it just shifts the balance even further. Well, I think it'd be more defensive than a Maybe? Well, no, I don't know. Maybe he's right. You would tame it to, to your enemies couldn't have one. I, I think you would, to me, you would tame it so that when people make fobs on your island, you can crush them. Easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It depends who's fobbing, really. If they know what they're doing, it doesn't matter. Yeah, two I mean, if it's a two little... Two gigas, even wild tamed gigas, are going to chomp it down in seconds. Yeah, because if, exactly. if it's a little two-by-two two fob, metal fob, or versus, like, a tech gate surrounded thing. Because know. it's very slow moving. They it's only gonna have a primitive saddle unless they do that. It's knockback isn't would give it uh, give it some survivability, but once those giggies get in there to chomp it down, it's game over. Now if you're gonna put turrets on that thing, might increase the chances of survival in a a b large battle, but it depends on how many turrets you're gonna have because once again that turret limit is taking effect on February 18th when the Dino TLC pass goes out, or number one pass. I keep forgetting that the turret limit hasn't hit you guys yet. Uh, I use S+, so the turret limit hit me to a week and a half ago. It hit, well, it's, it's active it's on Aberration, but not on the rest of the maps yet. Yeah, it hit me a week ago, a week and a half ago on, on uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. But that's because I use S plus. <laughs> uh, the uh, I, I, I I got uh, hit uh, hit with a heart uh, with the uh, nerf bat before you guys for once. <laughs> now here was a funny comment. I thought this came from Ivan Dragus, who said, "I have not seen one person ever complain that Titans are not permanently tameable. Yet I have seen countless posts on the subreddit with valid suggestions that would vastly improve quality of life." Concentrate on the things we actually want, Wildguard. The community is giving you plenty of feedback. Apparently, he has not yeah. been on this Reddit forum long enough. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I'm okay with them trying to do, trying to stir the pot a little bit um, with things like this. Mm. I mean, I get what he's saying. People always say like, because they're doing X, they're ignoring Y. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't ever think that of them. I think they just don't have anyone doing Y. <laughs> and they never will. <laughs> uh, touche, touche. Uh, one final comment, and then we'll move on to the next main topic. Care Bear Star Six 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 said, 
Uh, yeah, because the ratio to build in a base and lose in a base is not already way offset. Permanent Titans will be able to heal and eat, so they're not going to be weak like they are right now. They're going to stomp bases to beep. And you're going to be able to level them up. Yeah. Well, it depends on how um, Wildcard is going to implement this, but I would assume if we can tame them permanently, we get them. You only get like .001. Probably, like the Giga is... See, I, I would I would expect them to actually get a I wouldn't expect them to get a great return on health, but a a good one and probably a great return on weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Titan is really so vulnerable though. Like you're not gonna see, I don't think, uh people marching it around the map. Maybe maybe for fun if if there's no other threats on the server, but it it's so easy for someone to be like, you know, they have the Titan out and you just ambush them, then now they have no Titan, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the. But then it leads to another battle of sorry, Sean, of exactly some other right. like if you do lose the Titan, there's going to be a rush on the whole server to who gets to tame the other one, and that's going to create <laughs> EVP. Or, or do you, know, you keep oh, wild they've ones? Got, they've got one down. Let's go attack them. You know, it'll give some. some Could keep them wild to farm the XP happen. too. Yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. On our old server, we used to say anyone taming a Titan was a that was an act of war. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the only target. reason you. Yeah. Would tame one is you want to wipe somebody yeah i remember no when reason. we used to say that about gigas until we decided to uh to tamp down on that rule i remember the only time i ever had to enforce that rule too <laughs> it was the middle of, it, was, it was literally like five o'clock the morning there is no one else on i was getting ready to log off after a, a tame kept, uh, kept me up and a report comes in from one of the guys i'm like oh god start wandering out that way and then yaku gets on i'm like dude meet me here with an argent why you know, in case it goes wrong. Rico, you gotta make me work imagine today. the size of the imagine the size of the Titan barn. Mm-hmm. Oh I wonder how how many flame arrows would it take to kill a Titan? Wow, uh, more than a hundred, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> but um in regards to the Giga, you gotta remember, Rico, that as we defeated Bastardos, the Giga had just been brought into the game. And it was a lot was more powerful nasty. than it is now. It's this, been nerfed it was to hell really since nasty those days. back then. Mm-hmm. And we were very weak. Come on. I mean, 90% of our fighting dinos, 90% of our assets were gone. We still won the war. We were trying to regain what we had lost as fast as possible. We've got this brand new nuke of a Giga out and about. And we had to curb down on people taming them. Oh and yeah. Then no when doubt. we finally I, let I people the, tame I them. The they, I, was, I was big on, uh, on, the whole, uh, on the whole policy at the time. Don't it forget, wasn't going to was, be a permanent thing. No, we we uh, we hoped it wouldn't be, but we wanted to make sure we had a nice stable first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when we finally did, you know, then we had what three, four tribes decide, oh, we're gonna tame a couple like they limited us, and then we're gonna ally and take them out. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we we did have intel that said that that intel wasn't entirely correct, but we didn't know that at the it time. It was correct enough for me. <laughs> Alpha problems. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, but the the one that, the the thing about the intel was uh, there's one group that we knew if they got involved, they had the tactician that that could bring a real fight to us. So if they were involved, we had to respond. As it turns out, their involvement consider of the, uh, consisted of them laughing at the guy making the proposal and slamming the door on them. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the final topic of this week. Now, this is courtesy of Solo, who wanted to talk about this, and it's the issue of server slot capping. And for those of you who are unaware of what this is, essentially a tribe will bring enough members to cap a server 
whether the population is 60 or 75, to make sure that the defenders can't log in to defend their bases so that they can be wiped. Now, last week I asked the listeners, can you think of some way for Wildcard to prevent a mega tribe from slot gap in the server so that the defenders have a chance to defend what they have built? We got a few answers from Kibaniko Wolfboy. He said, as for your question, limit it to 15 to 20 tribe mates on per, per server. So that means about 30 to 40 out of how many slots or just the battles can be between tribes. I know tribe alliances might not help, but this is more a step in the right direction to either change methods a bit. I don't think that would really help too much if people would just uh, split into different groups. Exactly, yeah. Just split into two groups, uh, make several tribes, ally them up, and it'll still have the same effect. Next Generation Gaming says, I'd like to see something like a limit on how many people can log into a server per hour per tribe, maybe five. This does not mean only five people can exist per tribe on a server, but only five can actively click the login to server or transfer to server button per hour. This coupled with an announcement if, say, ten people from any given tribe are online at once can also help reduce offline raiding. Granted, as I'm writing this, I am thinking of tons of ways to get around this, such as alliances and simply not making a tribe on the server you are invading, but maybe tracking how long ago was that player's last login to that server and tracking what tribes they are in other servers could help prevent such exploits. Gotta give me a period here. Another alternative is to simply increase the server cap past the abysmally low cap of 70. But let's be honest, this is wildcard we were talking about. That's like wishing bacon would start growing on trees. P.S. I need to get some bacon. I'm never giving up on the dream of, bit of tree bacon. <laughs> I, I think there's a there's a nugget of a good idea in there. Um, maybe mm-hmm. uh, login throttling. Yeah. You know, if 50 joins at once happen, that could be a sign that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely got his gears turning like hard. Okay, he was thinking hard. So only Indeed. one other way I can think of uh, doing it would actually be to uh, take the tribe system away from being set on the server. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good idea, actually. Maybe well, the... like when you're doing invasions, having to link up to you're already yes. tribed. Indeed. Now the it also when... might it also could make it. I can think of a few other ways uh, that it might be able to actually. It would have a pretty significant effect on a certain rating. Yeah. Because you'd essentially, I mean, you couldn't just leave the tribe. You'd be, well, I mean, you could probably you'd just need to get back in once you got to the right guy at the right place. But still. When Solo <laughs> and I were discussing this as his idea, like as it came to him and stuff, and we were sitting talking, and I'm like, well, what about a, a queue, a logging queue? But like Solo said, well, then you just have 10 accounts log in to a queue mm-hmm. right you yeah. know what i mean so it doesn't really fit the doesn't really solve that problem either even a even a, a login queue yeah so so this gentleman this final comment has something similar to what you suggested and this is from double o savage who wrote first tribe to beat the alpha bosses lets that arc know who's alpha tribe and only that tribe gets a 30 player guaranteed home field advantage before the server can fill up to 60 or whatever well that's interesting mm. like spin to it uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how how like you you have to think about servers that have no one has ever beat the boss. Then what? Exactly. Then who? Then how does that work? But let's talk about your suggestion. Let our re- listeners know what that is, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So I was involved in a slot cap battle, and I was on the the t- team that had about five players, and uh, it was going pretty good for us, other than the fact that we didn't have enough people to execute like proper counter pushes, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we had tons of people trying to get on the server, but no one could get there. And, you know, 
I had a lot of time to think, and it occurred to me that if there was some sort of home slot system in ARC, so players with a certain average playtime on a server uh, are, you know, they can access these home slots, but players that don't have any average playtime on that server, they cannot. So even if it's only 15 or 20 slots on the server, foreigners, invaders, or visitors can't occupy more than 50 slots. And you can always get on to protect your base or feed your dinos or whatever it is, but you can never be locked out of your server by a bunch of people who never play there, haven't invested time on that server. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thoughts. I don't, I'm not sure why they haven't implemented something like that. Um, maybe it never occurred to them. Because that might actually work, and it <laughs> would hurt, help defenders. Well, I mean, the servers can detect when someone's logging on for the first time, but I think the problem is... If you're planning it long enough, you could log on to the server beforehand. And then the yeah, server but if would you're just invading a server, you're never going to have the same amount of average hours in, say, a week as someone else will. That just that that's their main server. But but see, that's the thing. That's why I think you need to have a throttle as opposed to a reserve slot system. I think a reserve slot system, you're going to run into the problem of trying to figure out if somebody connects to the server. You've got to do some logic to say, okay, do they have enough hours? You throttle to defenders too, then. Mm-hmm. How do you separate them? Like, well, if it, you're defending, in the case that I'm, that like really made me think about this subject, the invading tribe actually broke alliance. It was BLDX, I guess. They they alliance raided, so they were an allied tribe. Oh, and it sucks. Broke alliance, and and at the same time proceeded to uh, begin attacking their former allies. Well, well, maybe. Um... You're saying, how do you tell the difference between defenders and attackers? Maybe you don't. I mean, maybe the slot cap protection applies to both sides equally. Well, and that also brings up another point from other games where uh, do you flag your belongings for attack? Uh, you know, I'm not sure the exact game it is, but like your va- your base is only vulnerable, you know, in certain times you put a flag oh, down oh, and save attack. Yeah, I don't think uh, that really fits our like they have ORP. Yeah, in ORP. Yeah, I mean, it'd so be nice if uh, 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 my thing event. is like I'm 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 big. One of the things I I why I'm not unofficial anymore is I got really sick of people talking about PVP when what they meant was was P-V-E? online raid. PVO. <laughs> Offline raid. You know, it 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 was one of the reasons that I realized it's why our little group of farmers on eight were able to you know do the stuff we did was because. We never raided. We always defended. All our combat experience involved actual players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like defense more than I like offense. To be, to be honest, it's, I think it's, it's funner to be in your yeah. fort, yep. defending. Yeah, the only was... raids I've been on that I enjoyed, I was fighting other people. Yeah, and we know when we went to attack somebody, we waited until they had people online. We didn't go, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time or whatever, when nobody was on. Why somebody? We went in. A couple of exceptions there I can think of, but in general, well, yes. One of our biggest wars, we started at, uh, what was On a it? Friday uh, evening. Friday evening at 6 o'clock when people would be getting back from dinner. Mm-hmm. At the peak of the population on that server because we knew, or we pretty much assumed that the most majority of their players would be on as well. Of course, the, the one of our big raids before that, we had planned it for uh, uh, for for the same time, and literally got to their base just as they all logged off to go to dinner. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, uh, where are they? Are they okay, supposed- look, it, it took it took us four, it took us four hours to get everybody ready to go as is. We're just gonna go. <laughs> but it's interesting because we had a lot of fun with the PVE PVP because 
You know, we were fighting the people. We most of the time we were fighting against tribes that had more players than us. Yeah, it's fun to be the underdog. Yeah. 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 I, and, I really enjoyed uh, myself on the you know that fight the, that got me thinking on the subject, mm-hmm. but there was so many guys that wanted to come and help and couldn't get there. Yeah. A lot of them and, had invested a lot of time on the server. And I've been I, on the opposite of that, where I've been with the running, running with a mega tribe, and we've slot capped the server, and I'm just there thinking, this is boring as hell. It's is, it's really uh, dirty, I think. Dirty you know, tactics. It's dirty, cards, but it's just like, where's, where's the challenge? You're, you're yeah. fighting against the AI, which is crap anyways. It's just yeah. time to drain the bullets and then blow up the base. Yeah. This is way too sophisticated for the infrastructure that Wildcard has, but... You look at games like Eve, right? I've I've heard mm-hmm. that when they have a big battle going on, they actually take the instance of that server and move it over to like a multi-core yes. gigant ginormous server. In fact, I've been meaning to read the gaming news because I heard there's a ginormous there's a battle big that's one happen happening right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they actually started shooting or not, but that's the case where like the devs are actually taking the pulse of the game. They kind of know what's going to happen. They actually make preparations ahead of time to accommodate it. Yeah. The the story is that uh, Eve players are on the verge of a million dollar battle that'll cost that'll end up being like a million U.S. dollars wow. in damages. That's the prediction. Lost ships. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, there's people that are predicting it. It's not going to happen. That but, people you know, are so protective the of their expensive ships. Wildcard can't even be bothered to send in a dev just to kind of referee when these mega tribes are fighting each other on servers that they know are have huge battles just to see what's going on police them a bit yeah i thought money wasn't a problem yeah <laughs> even even to be there in ghost you know yeah exactly yeah i mean referees on both sides these are the climax situations of the game yep one of the guys BVP. that are, are friends with us went for a job interview and he got denied because he plays the game yeah, he, went, <laughs> he, he applied for a support staff <laughs> position like one of the guys that would answer tickets. Wow. They denied him because he plays. Yeah. Yes. Just uh, as a little spoiler alert, I actually did pull up the little bit of the news and looks like most people are complaining about not being able to connect to the server. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. So maybe it's not unique to ARC. No, uh, he usually doesn't have that kind of problem when they've had these big battles. They, they Well, so... They do have problems in terms of latency and lag because there's so That's much going on. because they literally throttle the server down to accommodate all the stuff mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, they lower yeah. the tick rate. Um, but it shows that the developers really keeping an eye shooter. on the situation to try and make sure that people get their time and enjoyment. Can you imagine if they lowered the tick rate on an ARC server to accommodate the lag? Man, everyone's <laughs> just moving in slow motion. <laughs> we like how it already happens when Travis is fighting. It'd be like what about hot. like a home server button? Like where you get X amount of hours on a server, a little button comes up, make my home server, like default yeah. home oh, server. Oh, hey. And then maybe there was some uh, some pros and cons to being on your home server. Like something. if it had a cooldown. Yeah. yeah. And you can That's only have one. That's a really good server. Yeah. 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 Give uh, home field advantage. Do it, Wildcard. Well, they have to do something. They've, they've admitted it's like an abuse. And yeah, of a game mechanic, you know, and it's it is really frustrating. It wasn't my home server. I literally had only just moved my stuff there like a few days before that invasion. I happened to be the first guy there, but the mm. the, the people who did live there, I, I was asking them where to find their stuff. I, I didn't know where anything was. Felt Man. bad that they couldn't get in. Tweet that suggestion. That that that's a really good idea. That's probably the best one I heard tonight. <laughs> Pretty genius, Dex. Oh, I think he's talking about your suggestion about the slut cap. No, the, the, the home, the, yeah, designating a home server. Yeah, 
because how else do you identify it, right? Like, do you like wait until somebody has a certain number of average hours, or like you said, you tie yourself to a home server after at a certain point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and and at the same time, I guess that solves the issue. Of, I was thinking like new servers, right? Like everybody wants to go to aberration, so they're all slot capped, but nobody's home yet, right? It's yeah. new for everybody. Well, how do you manage that? You know, same thing. I, I could you see log one... in and say, "Hey, I'm home now. This is going to be my home server." I see one tiny problem with that. I don't know if most people do this, but when I do the PvP off server stuff, I generally use another character. So you could possibly take if you're planning to do something on the weekend on a Monday, you could uh, designate some rando server you're planning to attack as your home server, I suppose. But maybe they they throttle that or they limit that by saying, "Hey, you can't designate this as a home server because you haven't played X hundred hours on this server." Yeah, they could. Yeah, some kind of a cooldown or achievement that needs to be done there. Yeah. Man, I like it. Like you, you haven't done a boss fight on this server. This can't be your home server. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta tame a titanosaur. <laughs> tame a hundred dodos. Well, <laughs> official PvP has come to that in a lot of these wars, and and a lot of tribes that ordinarily probably would have avoided mega wars can't anymore. It's just yeah. the nature of the game. So, like, eventually that situation can happen to pretty much any server, and might just happen. Well, especially with the multicultural you know guilds we've got now it's not just everybody going to bed at 10 o'clock like and the yeah. small tribe 10 o'clock to people too. are done and uh and then the next uh time zone kicks in and they're playing and they've got full full slots and 24-hour tribes are it just doesn't end it's a no, this, monster this, this might just be my perception but i i feel like um the integration of western mega tribes with chinese mega drives is really skyrocketed compared to when the game first came out because I kind of remember the early days. It was almost like an East versus West thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Chinese would come over, raid our servers, and then our guys would go raid their servers on during their off hours. We would never let Chinese like live on our server until cross server. Oh, we happened. the same. Really strange situation. Like, I'm not going to give the whole story, but it was pretty amazing. And I met a Chinese guy, and then we just started talking and learning to communicate. You and know, fell in Google love. And pretty much, yeah. And <laughs> some of them are my best friends in Arc mm-hmm. now. Like, you know, my yeah. best Arc buddies. Played with them for well since transfers opened. See, every time the Chinese came to our server, it wasn't to make friends; it was to wipe us, and we the we didn't have that kind someone of tried to be fr- uh, Someone showed up and tried to be friendly. I, I ended up standing over the, uh, the their unconscious body with a shotgun and going, "Dude, if you can understand me, you got to understand." Mr. Chance, it's nothing personal. <laughs> so the, 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 the first I met, he, he said, uh, you know, through Google or whatever, they sent me to make friends, and I was like, "Who sent you?" And he's like, "They gave me this," and he threw a rocket launcher at me. So I pointed it back at him. I said, this is not how you make friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I he's a good know, friend. Th- no, he's my is, friend. <laughs> this is probably the third, maybe fourth time we were fighting a, a Chinese uh, griefer tribe. But what I remember was, the first encounter I had was, they were rolling around trying to be friendly, and then come to find out that they were tooting around on a warboat, saying that they were just mm-hmm. here to farm element. And this is, you know, you can't transfer element off. So we're like, what? <laughs> was this the Chinese warboat that the response of the response ended up uh, being me porting over uh, the first wyvern to the server? Wait a minute, uh, yeah. they, those weren't Chinese. Wait Wasn't those guys from server one, OS one? Uh, maybe we thought they were Chinese. They didn't turn out to be. No, that wasn't Chinese. I think that was VVG or PPG at the time. No, I don't think it was a PPG thing. That didn't seem like their style. I know it wasn't Chinese. But wow. no, you, you do make a point that when the Chinese were trying to infiltrate the server at the time, every three weeks, like clockwork, you know, they would try to be nice. They would try to stay low key and stay Who's out the of the alpha? Way. Is the server friendly? 
Yeah. <laughs> we, we and every time I'd say yes, and I'd start talking to them, and then say, and just so you know, if you're not actually here to be honest, well, we're friendly, to a point. Alpha yeah. problems. And they always reach that point. Well, we were, at least we gave them the opportunity to build up. Uh, Bastardos would just wipe on sight. It's a much easier method of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if I mean, you don't speak the language, days, you get off. That, that was that was pre-server transfer, though. Yeah. So it was a different yeah. meta. They would they would like build inside the mesh somewhere and stash all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or they'd stash all their goodies inside the foundation so you wouldn't even know until you blew up the foundations themselves. With like 14 bodies in the same pile. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, slot capping, major issue, and it's one that Wildcard has to tackle if they want, you know, PvP to be the way it yeah. should be, where it, people it are fighting people, not... It's it's the tactic now, too, so, like, yeah. the, the, the tacticians, the, the guys that are, are coming up with the plans for these invasions and stuff, they schedule everybody for a certain mm-hmm. time. They watch you know? the server, they check the, the peak times, and when it's yep. the time where everybody is off, or there's just one person on. And, and you know, like, even leave the fight they have to go to dinner they have to go to work they sit in the chair they hold the slot yep and there's so there is that afk kicking option that walker implemented but it's so easy to get around yeah you could macro something as long as you move a certain distance i think yeah it's uh an issue needs to be resolved you guys are welcome to keep giving us suggestions we'll talk about over the next couple weeks but uh for the listener question if you had the chance to tame a Titan, would you do it and make it your home base? What about you, gents? Would you do so? Rico, uh, I know game, you yeah. would. Well, that's kind, of, that's kind of contradictory. You're not going to tame a Titan early game, but I definitely would have a mobile base mm-hmm. on a Titan for fun. It, it's not practical in any sense. It's just kind of cool. <laughs> How much would you like cave artifacts and yeah. boss trophies all over it <laughs> make it really glow and bling it stand out, out. <laughs> bling it out bling. yeah your accomplishments march it around the server then it gets nuked how much would you guys invest in building on the back of a titan if you had one uh we'd probably build on it with tech with metal tech walls <laughs> yeah, definitely tech turrets too Oof, man. well i guess you can't put a generator on a platform though so it wouldn't work you should be able to still put a generator on the Oh, you can still put the Jenny there. Yeah. You just can't tech power gener- up guns. Tech Jenny. Oh, tech generator. Oh, right, right. Sorry, my bad. No, no I, I imagine just, if they no, do this, they'll change is it that, the tech so. generator? I know the tech sleeping pod can't go on a platform saddle for some reason. Which is funny because they specifically reference it doing that. They do, mm-hmm. actually, yeah. Uh, but yep. uh, you can't power it on the platform anyway, so. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, all those little quirks. All right, so guys, provide your answers in the comment section or give us your answers in our Discord channel. I'll be sure to provide an invite to the channel in the comment section below if you would like to chat with us or hang out. Because it's time to close out episode 73 of the Archaeologist Podcast. Thank you to our participants this week, and thank you for listening to us on YouTube. If you have enjoyed this week's episode, feel free to like and share this video and subscribe to the channel. You can also leave comments or questions for us in the comment section below. Goodbye and stay alive, survivors. Good night, everybody. Yo.